Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about taking actionable steps in your life. I was working with a client not too long ago, and we were talking about what she wanted to see in her life and how we could make a plan of action for her. And it occurred to me that many of us have amazing ideas. We get an idea that, you know, I wanna go back to school or I wanna start a business. And I've in several other business groups that support women, so female entrepreneur groups, one of them is called Boss Moms. And I'm in this group And people post things all the time trying to get feedback or ideas. And one of the things that I've noticed lately is that there are a lot of people posting that they want to take their business to the next level or they have an idea that they want to start a business and they just don't even know where to start. So they get overwhelmed and then they quit. And with the case of one of my clients, this person had an idea, wanted to get it out there, and just never got it off the ground because she just let herself get overwhelmed and quit before anything was ever even started. And that happens to the best of us. And there's a reason that that happens. We have this really great idea, which I never believe those ideas are our own. I feel like they're always divinely guided and there's a reason we've been given that desire in our heart that we're supposed to be putting action into this. But we get an idea and instead of just planning out like what is the first actionable step I can take, many of us, we try to picture the entire thing right away, right? Like, so let's say you wanted to start a business. You start imagining everything all at once like okay I have to have a website I have to get marketing I have to do this I have to do that you know it's just you look at the whole picture like what do I have to do for the entire business and that by next year it's got to be completely this way a lot of people do that and it's fine if you want to come with a plan for the entire year some people are good at that But what a lot of people do is they look at the whole plan and they look at the overview and they get very, very overwhelmed. And they don't even see a way that they could make this work. And then they give up. And I'm here to tell you that you do not have to have the entire thing planned out. You really don't. You don't have to have all of the answers right now and you don't have to know how everything is going to come into alignment. You just have to make that first move and take that first step. Now, does that mean that you're going to never make mistakes? Well, no, of course it doesn't. Trust me. This is the almost third year of my business. Have I had to course correct? Yes. Am I getting ready to try to take it to a new level and try new things? Yes. Because if you look at history, companies who do the same thing over and over again and don't change, they're the companies that go out of business. I mean, think about it. You have companies like Blockbuster. Well, what happened? Well, they were very successful for a while when VHS was successful. 
And then DVD came out. Well, they did make the shift and they started ordering DVDs. But then streaming became popular. Did they do anything to meet the challenge of streaming? No. Well, I think they tried to too late in the game. I think when Netflix came on the scene, and I really remember when this happened because my ex-husband was working at Best Buy, and because he was an employee there and Netflix was partnering with Best Buy, he came home and he said, well, we get this deal that we can do Netflix for, and it was like $9 a month or something. It, it was even cheaper than that, I think. Maybe it was like $5 a month. And that was when they had discs, when they sent you DVDs. We got in on that. And I thought it was a really cool thing, but it was kind of annoying that you had to wait for you to ship this, the DVDs and then they'd send a new one. But it was exciting because you could get new DVDs. And that was way back then. And then they totally shifted and Netflix became a streaming platform. That was a game changer. And Blockbuster didn't really do anything to offer streaming services until after Netflix had already just completely cornered the market and just destroyed everything. So all of those family video stores just really, they took a hit. And it ended up being their downfall because they didn't change. And my point in telling you this is you don't have to be perfect right away when you get into a business. And maybe business isn't your idea. I'm just using this as an example. But you don't have to have all of the answers and be perfect when you first start. If you look at Amazon, it first started out of somebody's like spare bedroom or spare office. It was not in a big warehouse. It, there were not tons of employees. The reason that people succeed is because they are constantly willing to learn and to grow and to shift. And that doesn't happen unless you put action behind it. And what I truly believe is that when you put action forward, it's like putting energy out to the universe and saying, okay, I'm going to trust that this idea that you've given me, this is divinely given and that if I take the steps, if I just take the first step, you're going to meet me halfway with this energy and you're going to illuminate the next steps for me. It happens all the time. There have been so many times in my business where I didn't know what I was doing. When I first started the podcast, I didn't know. I didn't know there were, you know, I had different cover art and I had to change that. And, you know, even branding with my business, I didn't know anything about that. I was not a business person. I mean, even though I did take business courses in college, didn't deal with online business, that wasn't even a thing then. So a lot of this is having to course correct and having to learn and having to shift and having to grow. And if I were to look at the whole thing, like when I started my business, if I were to look at everything I've done so far, I would have been totally overwhelmed and just shut down and said, I'm not doing this. This is too much work. But doing it one step at a time, one day at a time, learning something new and then shifting what I'm doing a little bit to make things better. That is how I'm building momentum and how things are growing. Somebody left a, a review on my podcast one time on iTunes that said, you always take criticism and you don't take offense to it and you make yourself better. 
And I thought that was a really nice compliment, honestly, because that's always what I try to do. I try to never look at someone saying, hey, this could be better as you're a failure. That's not what it means. Everybody could be better at almost everything because there's nobody who's perfect. So if someone comes in and says, hey, you know, if you want to be better, you should try doing X, Y, or Z. We have to put our ego aside and just take the advice with how it was given. And for most people, when they're giving you advice, it's not to be rude or to put you down. It's to make you better. I think about all of the best teachers and mentors I've ever had in my life. They've always had suggestions for how I can make things better. And I've worked with people who were not so nice about it and people who were completely sweet about it. And yes, it's easier to take the constructive criticism if it's delivered well, but not everyone in life is going to be that way and not deliver it to you in that way. So we have to learn to take our ego out of it and be willing to take advice. We have to be willing to be a little bit uncomfortable with the fact that we may not have all the answers. And that is a very, very big problem for many of us. We don't like that feeling of being uncomfortable, but it's absolutely necessary for growth, for us to put ourselves out there. So if you are looking to go back to school, or maybe you want to write a book, you know, I I had that dream as well. I wanted to write a book. Did I know what the entire book was going to look like when I sat down to write it? Nope. Did I know who was going to publish it? Nope. Did I have an idea? Yes. My idea was simply sit down and start writing about your story. Write what happened to you. I didn't even know if there would be enough to tell to actually be enough to have a book. At first I thought, no, there might only be, you know, a few pages. I don't know. Who knows what I have to say? And then I sat down and just started writing. And even the first day that I wrote, I wrote half of a chapter. And then I came back to it and I finished the chapter and started another. And they weren't even, I didn't even know these were chapters at the time. Again, I just sat down and started writing. I didn't even divide them up into chapters until I just wrote. Honestly, I just wrote. I got it all out. And then I went back later and organized them into chapters and had transitions and all of that. If there are any professional authors out there, you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, that's not the way to do it. Everybody does their own thing in the way that's comfortable to them. And yes, after I had everything written, I had someone edit it. My friend was an editor and he went back and he's like, oh, we need to change some of this. And I didn't take offense to it. I just thought, you know, I just sat down and wrote and whatever came out, came out. And I don't know how this is going to end up, but I just knew that the universe had given me this idea that I needed to write, and I did it. And then I just took the steps, and I was just talking to someone recently because I posted on Facebook not too long ago that it's been a year since my book came out, and I can't believe it's been a year since Beautifully Broken came out. It just doesn't seem possible. And someone that I had worked with before didn't realize, because we weren't Facebook friends at the time, 
she said, I didn't realize that you wrote a book. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And then she had 50 questions like, how did you do it? How did you get a publisher? How did you do this? How did you do that? And I feel like whenever we first start a new project, that's how we all are. We're like, well, how do I do this? What do I do then? Well, then what? How do, how do I do that? We have so many questions. We could drive ourselves crazy. And again, that's where the ego comes in and fear comes in and tells us, don't even start. You're never going to be able to do this. Just let this idea go. You have to get to a place where we don't worry about the what ifs. We don't worry about it. We just know and we trust that the universe has our back and that if we take that first actionable step, the universe is going to meet us halfway and provide us with the following steps that we have to take. So how do you decide what is that first actionable step? I always tell people, Get very, very clear about what it is you want. I wasn't as clear with things in the beginning. I remember whenever I started my podcast, I said, oh, I'll be happy if I have 10 people listening. And that wasn't a very clear goal, right? Um, Because obviously, I wanted more than 10 people to listen. 10 is a number, but we aim too low sometimes. So now, I just always put out there to the universe that I want my podcast to grow by this much and thank you for getting it to people who need to hear it and I just trust that that's happening and also that the universe is bringing people into my life who can help me grow my podcast and that's starting to happen too so it's a very interesting thing the way that the universe will meet us halfway and really the universe does but you might be wondering where do I even start So the number one thing that I would suggest you do is to have a pen and paper, get a notebook, and then sit down, take some time, clear your mind, clear your energy, which you can do by simply closing your eyes, just asking your guides to send down healing energy into your body that clears your energy. And then the question that I love asking the most is what do I want this to look like in six months or a year? What do I want this to look like? And we can ask a broad question. What do I want my life to look like in six months to a year? And get very clear on what that vision is. Because oftentimes we don't even know what we want. I know that happens a lot when I talk to clients about soulmates and I'll ask, what do you want in a soulmate? And it's crickets. You can, there's total silence. Like, I don't know. Because no one's ever sat down. No one's asked you that question. No one's made you sit down and really think about it. We just always think, well, the universe knows what I want. Just bring it to me. Okay, but you have to know what you want too. So we need to get very clear on that. So you need to get clear on that in your life. What do you want? What do you want your life to look like in six months or any year from now? And if you have a specific goal, like I want to go back to school, what would that look like for you in six months to a year? Do you want to go full time? Do you want to take one class at a time? Do you want to slowly pay it off or do you want to take out a loan and then have payments? What do you want to do? And that's where people, it's like, oh, okay. Part of it is if you sit down and you really start to create a plan, you're holding yourself accountable. You're making it 
logical that your next step is going to have to be to take some sort of action. But honestly, it shouldn't be a scary thing. What it should be is something that makes it a little bit easier for you to digest. To say, you don't have to bite off the whole head of the elephant, right? As Desmond Tutu once said, there's only one way to eat an elephant, a bite at a time. And what that means is when things look overwhelming and it looks like you have a huge task ahead of you, take it one step at a time. This is something that we've had to really, really, really force onto my mom and just ingrain this in her over and over again because they told her that she needs to do another round of chemo and it's preventative, it's to make sure that it just doesn't come back. But she's so tired and her body is so worn out and she just kept saying, I can't do it, I can't do it, this is too much. Because she's looking at eight more treatments of chemo. And from the very beginning, we told her, don't look at that number. You go to your first treatment and you say, one down, one down. Okay, on to the next one. And it's difficult because we tend to just wanna look at the whole thing all at once. But you've got to take it one step at a time. So we told her, you know, one step at a time. And I love what the doctor told her just when she went recently. He said, okay, imagine that you're running a marathon and it's 100 miles. You're at mile marker 75. So you're 75% of the way through. You've just got that little extra to go. And you know you can visualize that the finish line is right in front of you. And we really need to do that when we're trying to figure out what we want to do Stop trying to look at the whole big picture and instead just look at your next actionable step. What is the next possible thing that you could do? Is it go online and look up schools? Is it sit down and just start writing your book? What is it? What is the next step you can take? Is it just record that first podcast episode? That's what I did. You know, some people are like, well, I've got to plan it out and I've got to sit down and I've got to do a topic for each week. That's not what I do. It's not what I do at all. I just hit the record button and I say what I want to talk about. And I do feel like the topics are divinely given. Totally. So whatever I'm talking about, the universe is telling me people need to hear. And it's amazing because then people will reach out and say, that was exactly what I needed to hear today. And I will say, really? That's amazing. But I already know that. I already know the universe has given me certain topic ideas for a reason. So you're just being asked to take that next actionable step. So sit with your energy all aligned and then ask the universe to give you that first step. What is the first step that you should be taking? and have your pad and pencil with you and just jot down what comes to mind. If we ask for guidance, the universe will give it. But remember, you have to make time to slow down in order to receive it. So, what actionable step will you take today in your life? And I want you to let me know what it is that you're doing to make your dreams a reality. What first step are you taking? And if you need an accountability partner, you can work with me with coaching and we can create your plan together and give you tools to help you really get it all down. 
you deserve to live your absolute best life. And that's not a life where you wake up going, is this all there is? That's not it. So I hope that you are taking the steps to show the universe that you are ready to soar because the universe is ready to help you. All right, guys, I wanted to pull a card for you today. Before I reveal the card, I want to make a couple of announcements. First of all, as always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can give me is to refer me to others, whether that's this podcast or working with me, whatever. Thank you for doing that. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. I offer one-on-one coaching, Reiki sessions, past life regression, and readings. And you can still purchase my book, Beautifully Broken, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Goodreads. All right, the card I pulled for you today is from the Teachings of Abraham deck by Jerry and Esther Hicks. It says, the universe is big enough to fulfill my every intent. The universal manager has the ability to bring everyone a vibrational match to what they are giving their attention to without depriving anyone else of what they are wanting. I love that. So what this really speaks to me about is the fact that it doesn't matter if you want to become a teacher and there are 50 gazillion teachers out there and you're like, there are too many. Why, why are people going to come to me? Or you want to write a book and you say, there are already 50 million books on this topic. Why should I write this book? You offer a unique take that no one else has. And when you don't put yourself out there, you may be depriving someone of learning from you, of being someone's mentor. And there is enough to go around. So just because there are already 50 million authors who have had the same book idea as you, it doesn't mean that you're going to take away from anyone else or that there isn't enough to go around. So stop letting fear of that's already been done hold you back. Yes, it's already been done. Look. When Netflix came on the scene, there were already DVD stores. It had kind of already been done. They just brought a new twist to it. They brought their own spin on this idea of movie rental. And look what it did. So you may be coming onto the scene with an entirely new perspective and the fresh, fresh ideas that people are really looking for. So don't let that hold you back. Know that whatever you choose to focus on grows. And if you choose to focus on your success, that is what you are going to see grow. And the universe will absolutely match you. Absolutely. So instead of focusing on, oh no, I have to do this, 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 and this. Stop. Take a deep breath. What do you need to get done for today? What's one actionable move you can make today? All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. I am so thankful that you are a part of my soul tribe. I hope that you have a beautiful day from wherever you are listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.